Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Daryl Hafner, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get a new patron-only podcast called Stories That Could Never Be on the Show. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. I'm Hattie. You're listening to That Story Show in America. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! Yeah. Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I was <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> <laughs> hey, podcast people, this is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories. And yet, surprisingly, finding time to invite you to do the same. This is episode 340, brought to you the week of May 7th. 2020 i'm your host my name is james kennison and my good friend is here and i'm larry the cucumber <laughs> sorry john wow. <laughs> first i thought you were a woman and and then i heard it then i heard larry and uh, um james that's not very nice <laughs> i have a girl's voice larry might have a tiny bit of a girl's voice so I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he does. <laughs> and then again, you've been known for getting genders mixed up. Oh, so. man. Last show was definitely, yeah. definitely the uh, proof that that is true. <laughs> oh, my god. We goodness. had to record a thing at the very end just to apologize for <laughs> the amount of boys that we called girls and vice versa. You know it's bad when I care enough to where I feel like I have to record one of those because- 
for one or two or you know just one guy i mess up i'm like okay deal with it you know tough tough luck you, you can just get over it but yeah when you've done like two or three in one show it's it's time for you to record an apology and uh and, and in all fairness we really learned a lot about asa's name and where it originates and stuff so yeah yeah Pete, we got accused of not knowing our bible uh on, is that right? yeah on facebook people are like you don't know about asa i'm like you didn't either you looked it up yeah <laughs> probably uh, or something yeah it, it was it was total accident we didn't mean to do anything you know harmful or or hurtful no. to anybody we so apologize. yeah apologize a lot we always start with an opening story, and this show is no exception. This one's called Rearview Robin by Liam. Sometime in June of last year, my dad and I went on a dirt bike ride with another family. The other family also brought their grandma and a dog, and they stayed behind in our cars whenever we went out and rode. So about 15 minutes after we arrived at the dirt bike park, a bird flew down into my dad's truck and started to fly headfirst into Ooh. his left rearview mirror. And he oh, went, man. he went all out on that mirror. <laughs> he got, <laughs> he got knocked back. Oh, no. He would go full force toward the mirror again, flapping his wings to slam into the rear view window over and over. And we thought oh. he would soon, uh, have enough. So we left him alone, but then we rode around the park for about 30, 45 minutes. And when we got back, both of the rear view mirrors were covered up. Apparently the bird was just slamming itself into the mirror for so long that their grandma got worried. So she covered one up <laughs> that the bird was smashing into, but then the bird just went to the other mirror. So she covered oh, that man. one up too. <laughs> Once we were done riding and ready to leave, we removed the tarps that covered the rear view mirrors and hopped into the truck. Just as we were about to pull out, the bird came back. <laughs> Started bird. We decided just to start driving off and the bird finally left Liam. Oh my goodness. What's wrong with birds these days? You know, if it's not glass, it's mirrors. It's crazy. You get attacked by birds. It's a Hitchcock film and you're right in the middle of it and you don't know why. Um, yeah, at least they weren't dive bombing grandma, you know? Yeah. That's scary. It would be terrible. All right. Birds are jerks sometimes, aren't they? I, I, yeah. Matter of fact, yesterday, no, Monday, my son and I was sitting down to record Red School Bus, which is a great podcast. It's a lot like this one, except it's for um, kids and stuff. And you should check it out. If you're not listening to Red School Bus, you should go listen to Red School Bus. Um, but we were starting to record, and just outside my window is this stupid bird. Wait, let me just play this. All right, now this can count as my weekly update. So <laughs> Monday, we were trying to record the show, and I I, I record in a basement. Uh, it's a finished basement. It's in my little studio. But there is a, a roof uh, on the ceiling, um, the top of the wall, there is a window that is open to the front of the house and our bushes. And this stupid bird was just right there, chirpa, 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 <laughs> like chirpa, singing, chirpa, chirpa. singing praises to God or whatever birds do. Chirpa, chirpa. And I sent Jay out there to scare the bird away. 
<laughs> and he's like, I went out there and I kicked the bushes. And he said, I never saw anything move. I said, dude, I don't know, but the bird is gone. And my wife comes in and I was like, she's like, where's Jay? I sent him out after this bird. She says, oh, I hate that bird. He wakes me up every morning. So <laughs> she said, I never thought about going off and chasing him away. I'm like, yeah. Hmm. I didn't know if the bird would come back, but apparently it went to find a rear view mirror to look in. So, <laughs> nice. That actually wasn't my weekly update, but it, it sounds sounds like a good one. So yeah. um, my real one is, uh, I, I don't know, I, I'll admit something to you folks right now, is that I do shower every day and change my clothes every day, but I'm, I'm a little off schedule sometimes, you know, yeah. because I don't have to go anywhere, you know, any throughout the day. And so yeah. sometimes I'll just get up and I'll put on a shirt, the shirt that I dropped on the floor, you know, as I went to bed and, uh, pull on some shorts and just, you know, go eat my breakfast and get a few things done. And then later, you know, I I'll jump in the shower. Well, this particular day, my wife says, Hey, since you got, uh, you know, your jeans and stuff on and you're ready to go, um, let's go get some mulch. We're going to mulch things. Oh, and I'm boy. Like, yeah. That sounds like an essential trip right there. So we went out and bought yeah. 10, 10 bags of mulch and, and then, and then I had to help her spread it. I didn't know about that part. She tricked me. Um, <laughs> so, so we spread 10 bags of mulch around the yard and, and, and she, by the way, she estimates we need about 10 more to finish the job and, oh, she, wow. and she was going to send me out today. I'm like, baby, today is podcast day. I can't do it on podcast day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, so the, the day drug on and it was almost dinner time. I'm like, I, I need to go take a shower. I need to get changed. You know, I'm sweaty now. I'm really in need of this. So I go in there and I take off that shirt and a sock flops out of the stupid shirt. It, it had been, <laughs> it had been sitting up on my shoulder underneath oh, the shirt no. all day. <laughs> sock a stinking day old sock that I didn't even notice. <laughs> I've heard of people stuffing socks in their shirts. I didn't just know you were the one of the. One yeah, of I, I was trying to make my shoulder muscles look a little yeah beefier there. You know, I shoulder pads like ladies wore in the nineties. Yeah, and, pumping uh, cotton. So anyway, wrong. It was uh, it was a little gross, and and I realized that I need to start showering just as soon as I get out of bed, and and that way that that won't be a problem. You know, just get up. <laughs> <laughs> Jump in the old shower and uh, and get on some fresh clothes and, and, you know, try not to wear socks anywhere but on my feet. So, that, yeah, that's that, I'm going to try it. You know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. It won't lead to any further updates, you know, weekly rewinds, as we <laughs> call them. But it, it'll at least uh, at least I won't have to. You know, it was all day. I was probably smelling it and just didn't even know. You know, just oh man, what's that funky smell coming from I my know, shoulder? I've smelled that before, it's but just, I just, I just can't. My, my ear is my ear rotten. What's going on? I, what's I wrong know. with the shirt? Uh, I will take this opportunity, of course, to remind you guys about NarthexCon 2020 on June 20th. It's coming up soon, man. We've been talking about it for months, but it's next month. Um, Wow. I've got my fingers crossed. Huh? 
It's crazy that's next month. I know it it is. Uh I've got my fingers Ooh. crossed on on the whole thing. Uh St. Louis is slowly talking about opening back up and um but the first thing they're going to open up is groups of less than 10, 10 and under. Oh. And, and we've already got more people than that wanting to come. So, uh you know, keep your plans for now. But I will make sure and let the world know if if it absolutely can't happen. But if it if it at all can, if we're allowed, uh, the 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 plans are still on. It's a free event. It's going to be great. We're going to have John there. I'm going to be there. My family's there. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have some uh, some some live recordings of the show. It'll be great. And uh, you can find more information out on nlcast.com. Just click the Narthex Con uh, banner at the top of the show page. And Sweet. you can sign up and read more information and get a map and all kinds of stuff. John, what you been doing this week? Oh, boy. You know, things things are really starting to open up around here. So, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It just it's just people are starting to show up in places and stuff and it's not it's not bad but I'm already I'm already starting to miss the good old days when there was nobody around uh-huh just kidding um seriously though we were talking about how jerky birds are yeah and um it in my new my new location where I live now because apparently you know I'm a redneck and stuff that's right uh, you live in the country now I live in the country. And um, we have a lot of birds out there. And so I, I actually decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to be a good bird neighbor. Oh. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a bird feeder. I mean, we already had the bird feeder. But <laughs> oddly enough, I found like a bag of bird seed over by the dumpster at work. Oh, really? So I was like, I guess it's a sign. I'll feed the birds with it. <laughs> Since it costs me absolutely nothing and, you know. Nothing, yeah. Yeah. I might even, you know, some of, turn some of the bird seed into some uh, some grass somehow, maybe because got I need some of that in the areas. Yeah, but um, so I threw some seeds out, and the birds are just having fun, and put some in the bird feeder, and now I've got lots of neighboring birds and stuff, uh, and even the squirrels are enjoying some of the bird food. Yes, they do that. Yeah, those little those guys are jerks too. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid squirrels. I mean, you know, that's my house, and they're every time I walk into the yard or whatever, they're all looking at me from their trees and judging me. Like, <laughs> you know, you closed up part of our living facility. That's right. We can't you get dirt. in your attic anymore. Yeah, yeah. But one of the things that this bird feeder has attracted, uh, of course, birds is also. I didn't really think of how I positioned it, so I kind of put it near a window. And um, so I was walking up the driveway the other day, and I heard this really weird sound. I'm like, what in the world was that? And I look up, and there's, <laughs> there's this bird. He looks like he's a little bit dazed on the ground, <laughs> and he flies <laughs> off into the trees. <laughs> oh. So I apparently need to set up a GoPro so I can get all the birds flying into our windows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one time I had a bird fly into a window. <laughs> it didn't kill it, but it hit the 
it hit the window in such a way that there was like a dust outline of yes. this pigeon. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I, I was going to say the same thing after you just said that. Because we, we had this uh, at work. We had uh, a skyway, we called it, a skywalk or whatever, because it was yeah. a, a you know a glass uh, enclosed area that went between two buildings. And yeah, one time a bird hit it and it looked like the Holy Ghost, man. It was yeah. it was perfectly wings spread and its face was in there and yeah you could see the bird dust it was crazy bird the dusty birds <laughs> straight from heaven oh uh, that reminds yeah, well, me maybe too. I'm the jerk for you know putting bird feeders and windows near each other well I don't know I've I've seen bird feeders that are right up on windows and you know and and it doesn't seem to be a problem. I, yeah, you know now. Now, if they start dying, and you just start collecting dead birds, then you might want to make a move there. But you know, you 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 don't <laughs> want to be like my brother David back when he killed all those birds <laughs> for not feeding them and stuff. He didn't feed them. That was a good story. That was a good story. <laughs> a Go terrible. back and listen to the old episodes the phone line that's when that one that one's from oh yeah the phone line it's one of the first episodes oh man well i i want to take a second and thank our patrons uh for their support uh we appreciate it and and we would love to ask you to consider supporting the show on patreon you get a bonus uh podcast called shows that we can't put on the show or we could never put on the show and uh, you get to hear all the stories that I get sent that we just can't put on the show for one reason or another. And, and it's, uh, it's just interesting. And it's never for a reason you would imagine. Um, a lot of times, well, uh, you just have to check it out. Go to patreon.com right now and, uh, and, and add that story show to the end of it. And uh, look, in, look into supporting us. And, yeah. and jump in there. You'll get a custom RSS feed just for you that you can listen to the show and to the bonus content or whatever else we put up there for you. Uh, we do have a few iTunes reviews that I wanted to, we had, a, we had too many to read. So I just picked the first three and then the rest will just thank uh, snow, snow and low says awesome. Become a patron or I will kick you in the junk. <laughs> love the podcast keep it up or i will kick you in the junk that's what they said so we we've got to be careful with our our fans here uh fabulous clean comedy i laugh out loud at every episode the raw and real emotions and empathetic responses shine through in good stories and sad blessings to you all jiggled jay gould jiggled i don't know jiggled? yeah Gould. Uh, Sky Sky says it's a lifesaver. I love this podcast. There's no yeah. words to describe how it makes me feel. It always succeeds in brightening my day. Every week I look forward to hearing James and John tell hilarious stories while cool. I doodle or just take a break from my stressful homework. There have been mm. multiple times where I was caught on my floor crying because you guys were so hilarious to me. The big freaking snake is the one everyone should listen to. <laughs> the very recent oh, one. Uh, I was crying when James started to get up from his chair and tear down his Toy Story VHSs. The reaction was gold, James. And John, I loved 
how you were sympathizing and say that you would skip the good part, <laughs> skip to the good part rather. But I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad the whole story was told. Uh, that has to be the best one to me that you've recorded yet. Wow. 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 This podcast is a lifesaver from stress and everything in between. If you're ever having a rough day, pull out that story show and, and soon a smile will be embroidered on your face. That would hurt. Yeah. It's it's permanent. It involves the needle embroidery. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think I want to use that word. I I hope your day is lovely. You guys are fantabulous. Sky sky. And we also want to thank the one Stephanie L O five, uh, Joe Barrel and Mr. Jeff uh, 19 for their reviews as well. Uh, there's just too many to, to read to all, all of them today. But wow. thank you so much. We appreciate it. You uh, are amazing. Yeah, we, we love reviews. And uh, I, I appreciate them, man. We've got so many reviews over the years. And I keep saying, I keep saying I'm going to go back and pull out all the bad reviews and read them. And I always forget. So somebody remind me, send me an email this week and say, next week we want to hear all the bad reviews because that would be funny. That would wow. be funny to hear. Are we talking like two star and below or what? Yeah. Just the, just the, the ones that just hate us. <laughs> There's only a few, but man, yeah. they, they, the ones that just had to go out of their way just to tell us <laughs> how terrible we are. And uh, mm. I always love that because you know you could you can get hung up on it and be like oh we're just we're just so terrible but majority a vast majority of people are positive and wonderful and they leave five stars or four stars and um yeah it just it's just funny to read what some people get what they take away from the show because you're just like no you brought that with you we because you didn't get that from our show i don't right. know i don't know where you got that from but uh, remind me this week, somebody, and I will I will do it. We'll read them. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, let's read some featured stories. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> some listener stories. Uh, I, they are featured stories. I don't know. They, they are the featured stories for this week. That's right. That gummit. All of them. Um, let's read Erroneous Employee by jo- Noah Goldman. Hey, James and John, this is Noah, and I've got a funny story to tell you, which I've named Do You Work Here? Well, I renamed it to Erroneous Employee. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, it's named Do You Work Here? It's subtitled Do You Work Here? Yeah. So, a little <laughs> background on this I'm a sophomore, and I really like to have fun. I also like to go to Walmart. Don't ask me why. Well, one day I decided to go to Walmart and get some snacks and candy, and I made two mistakes that day. says, first, I spent my entire day at Walmart, and secondly, I wore a blue polo shirt. (laughs) I was on the candy aisle deciding between Swedish Fish and Sour Patch Kids. Swedish Fish won, in case you're wondering. And, mm, then, and this, that's a hard one between the two of them though. You it know? is. It really, I would have got them both uh, just saying. Yeah. A dollar each, aren't they? I, I mean, oh. if you get the box, uh, I and, don't know. Anyway, then this lady walks up behind me, taps me on the shoulder and asks, do you work here? And I reflexively answered, yes, I do. <laughs> Not what I would have said, 
but, uh, <laughs> reflexively. Yeah, reflexively. Noah. My reflex <laughs> would have been no way. Why are you talking to me? Yeah, please get away. Um, but anyway, he goes, he reflectively, reflexively. I don't know. Is that a word? <laughs> it is now. Okay. Reflectively. Yes, I do. To which she replied, where can I find the spices? So I told her a random number. Oh. <laughs> and I sent her on her way. No. <laughs> oh, well, you can find that on aisle 12 teen. Yeah. It's just down there past the pistachios. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Just take eight minus five, and that that's your aisle. So and walk they, into the pillar at four and a half or yeah. something, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, platform nine and three quarters. It's right there. You just go right into the end cap where the chips are. Just, just <laughs> it's best if you if you take it at a bit of a run. So, yeah. Oh man. No. Anyway, so I told her a random number. I sent her on her way. I realized that because I had a blue polo shirt and khaki pants that people would think I worked at Walmart. So now the normal person would have told her that they didn't work there, but I decided to have fun and I started putting myself in positions to be asked where stuff is. And I wasted my whole day at Walmart sending people off on adventures. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank you for reading this and I hope you liked it. <laughs> Noah Goldman. Of course we like this. This is why I do the show for stories like that. <laughs> Dude decided, I'm going to go get some candy instead. He went on a little adventure sending people in a misdirection. He did. It's it's so wrong, but it's so right. I can tell you where the cat food is. It's right next to my butt. It's a, I mean, it's a, it's a secret. We, we keep all the best stuff in the back. I know they tell you that everything we have in stock is already out. But yeah. you, you need to come back here with me and I'll oh, show you the man. I'll show you the good stuff where we keep poor people. Uh, <laughs> Could you that's why I never ask for directions from anybody. Really? People say it's a guy thing. No, yeah. I just I'm not you know what? If I can't find it, I don't deserve to have it. I, I know I, really I never ask anybody in the store. Like cause every store has an app now. So, yeah, they do. So I will look it up and then I'll find the aisle number and go down, you know, to the space. But only after that, if I can't find it, will I bug somebody? Because yeah. I just, I hate bugging people. Especially if you really need it, right? Yeah. And especially if I saw some dork in, in khaki <laughs> pants, just kind of side eyeing me, you know, looking at yeah. me like, hey, ask me a question. <laughs> um, I can't help. We need the Swedish fish. I wonder if I want the Sour Patch Kids. But, but he'd be just sitting there kind of with this please ask me a question look on his face. Like, cause, <laughs> and I would I would have to turn away and say so no. So wrong. Yeah. Let's send, let's send him over to produce. Let's, let's. Yeah. What do you need? Diapers? Oh, they're they're over there near near the lasagna noodles. So now You're going to want to go ask Bob in automotive. He'll tell you exactly <laughs> where they're at. Oh, Lord. <laughs> no. I would be afraid after the first or second person that, that, that they would come hunting me down. So I, yeah. would, I would only be able to do it like once or twice. And then it's like, okay, I got to get the heck out of here because I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> I'm going to get busted because yeah. they're going to be like, well, you're. Your other guy told me that it was on aisle 12 and, and there's no spices here. It's just uh, Lysol cleaning products. I don't understand. 
uh, mm. well, let's go find that boy out. He's on the candy aisle, you said. You know, so I, <laughs> I, I would be in trouble. I'd be busted. Yeah, they'd find you. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Well, read us a story, John. That was a good one. Let's get another good one. I hope this one's as good. This comes to us from uh, John and, and not me, John. All right. So this is titled Challenging Challenger. Hi, James and John, or appropriate temporary substitute co-host. Hey. This is, hey oh, yeah. Um, that's <laughs> Kevin over there. Yeah. James, John, and Kevin. I love it here. Yeah, Kevin. Well, listen to this great story. It comes to us from John from Geneva, New York. Oh, wow. Can I do, can I do that? New York? Yeah, you can. No, forget right. about it. So I'm sending in my story mainly so I can get a sticker for the cargo carrier <laughs> on our car. <laughs> just up front there, okay? Yeah. Just kidding, of course. Just kidding, he says. At least he's being honest. Yeah. The story needs to be told, but the sticker is a nice incentive to get it typed up. So there you go. That's good. My parents have always had two dogs. So when their golden retriever passed away unexpectedly, it didn't take long before they found an excuse to start looking for another puppy. They ended up buying an adorable male black lab. My oldest son told them that if they ever got another dog, they should name it Challenger. So that's what they did. Mm. This was either a mistake or my son has a bit of prophecy in him. It should be noted that uh, they are not teaching divination to their children in homeschool. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what divination is, but it's a terrible subject in the Harry Potter universe. They, They all hate it. It's fake. Oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Well, Challenger has proven to be a handful. My parents have a large dog door in the laundry room so the pets can go do their business whenever they want and come in out of the weather whenever my parents are away. One day, my parents came home from shopping and found that Challenger had made friends with another black lab while they were gone. <laughs> and Challenger invited him into the house. Oh, boy. They're both hanging out in the laundry room and seem perfectly happy to be there. Like they belong there. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey uh, you want to come to my house? We can go hang out in the laundry room. <laughs> well, we can hang out there all day. It's great. Have There's mom, a dryer. Have mom door. It's great. Uh-huh. Come on in. We'll we'll have a party. Another time, my parents came home to find that Challenger had gotten bored and decided to eat the faucet off the sink in the laundry room. Uh, One of those plastic extendable types and apparently uh, came apart with minimal tugging. 
my parents also had to throw out many of their houseplants after they were ripped out of their pots or partially eaten by the four-legged menace named Challenger. While they're in that chewing phase, man, nothing is Mm. safe. I, I, you know, my cat is not ever had a chewing phase, but she's got a scratching phase and it started from the day we got her and she's apparently still in it. Oh, boo. Another story for another day. Uh, I saved the best for last. However, one day my parents were sitting in the TV room when Challenger walked in from outside. My parents didn't notice right away that he was carrying something in his mouth. Pretty soon, though, a horrible smell began to fill the room. My parents quickly tracked the source to Challenger and the thing he was happily gnawing on. They immediately noticed that the object had dirty yellow fur (laughs) and a paw. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, gross. After wrestling it away from Challenger, who loves playing keep away, they realized it was the back leg. Oh, my goodness. From the golden retriever. Oh, my goodness. So nasty. So this is. Terrible. terrible. Oh my goodness. The whole thing, man. (laughs) (laughs) He broke the back leg of their golden retriever, who was buried in the backyard. Oh my goodness. I guess it hadn't been buried deep enough. No, I guess not. <laughs> My parents had to rebury the corpse. Oh, no. Oh, poor Goldie. Whatever the dog's name was. They had to bury the corpse after wrapping it in several layers of plastic and digging the hole twice as deep as before. Oh. Needless to say, we did not let Challenger kiss our kids for a good month after uh, that. Uh, uh. Mm. That's why dogs uh. should never be allowed to kiss anyone. <laughs> Uh, and I love how people call it kiss. It, it's a slobber, okay? Oh. The dog is licking you. Oh, if if another person came up and kissed you in that way, you would freak out and call the cops. Yeah, sure. So it's not a kiss. It is it's a, a, it's a tongue a bath. It's what a tongue it is. bath. Yeah. I'm tasting you to see if you might taste good. I don't know. I, I love the taste of, of oh. my last previous dog's freaking thigh <laughs> so oh pre oh man that i was not expecting that john says thanks for a great podcast i have another story about listening to your show with earbuds while walking around with a chainsaw but i'll save that for another time <laughs> yeah can't wait oh, to hear man. that one i don't know how you're gonna outdo this one though that was I grosser than gross man <laughs> <laughs> then a paw. I was thinking maybe it was like a little rabbit or no, no. <laughs> it was our previous dog's foot. Yeah, I, mm. I have I have taken oh. his place and I have taken his his haunch, his back haunches. <laughs> it was one of his legs. Uh, so gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Uh, He's chewing on it, and they're having to wrestle it away from him. He's and like, oh, oh, he's oh. oh, you want my foot? You can have it. This is my foot. I found this in the backyard. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's so gross. It's so bad. Oh, man. Uh, that was well written. It was. It was. It was a great and story. totally worth a sticker. Yeah, oh, yeah. You definitely earned a sticker, no doubt. Yeah. All right. Trevor from Missouri writes, uh, he, he says it's, a, it's called Bad Hero. 
Hey, James and John and many listeners, thanks for carrying the show. This is Trevor from Missouri, and I've got a story that takes place in Disneyland. Happiest place on earth. Yes. A few years back, I was standing in line for a ride with my friend, and then lying next to us, two young teens were goofing off, and one of them decided to fart really loudly in line, like on purpose, just full-on fart. <laughs> Man, it didn't bother no me. Good. Huh? No good. If you want to get your, make your way up in line, you got to fart in the other direction. Oh, I guess. okay. Yeah. yeah. Trying to clear space there. He says, it didn't bother me too much, but it made the large adult behind them really angry. And he took his hand and he clapped it on one of their shoulders. And he said something to the effect of, you think you're being funny? Don't do that again. And the teens looked terrified by this. I was pretty angry that this man had crossed the line. So I stepped up and said, Hey man, I get that they made you angry, but don't you think, yeah, don't, you don't need to put your hands on them. And he turned around to glare at me. And as he turned, I saw thick tattoos on his arms and then it hit me. I was trapped in a sea of bodies with no real place to run. If he wanted to hurt me, he looked at me. Oh, he looked me over and raised an eyebrow and huffed out. Huh? I'm their father. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. You don't need to pick on these kids. Take it easy. <laughs> so then I felt like a complete idiot. In my mind, I went from being a hero to being a young doofus that was criticizing someone's parenting style. I, <laughs> something, I was de- something I was definitely not qualified to do. Uh, almost even more awkward. There was nowhere to hide after the confrontation. So that's, there were very, very long minutes waiting in the ride, <laughs> standing <laughs> about eight feet apart from the man. I'm mistakenly reprimanded. Thank you for reading this on the show. Trevor oh, from Missouri. Man. You know, the worst part about that is if, if you do something like that, the lines crisscross each other. Yeah. You know, you have to make eye contact. Every <laughs> You're going to see him every, every <laughs> 10 minutes. And relive this moment, you know, and the teenagers are probably looking at him like with hopeful eyes. Please save us from our father. Please. We just wanted to let off some gas. <laughs> we didn't think we were being that funny. That's so great. You didn't have to do that, man. I, I know it made you angry, but you have, you need to put your hands on them. These kids are total strangers after all. <laughs> I'm their father. I'm their Look father. Look at my tattoos. Oh, my gosh. You think oh. I got their face right here on my bicep, dude? We were we, we, sixteen inches around. We were Disney. We were at Disney World one time, and uh, you can always tell people who are new to Disney World because they think that they can take a picture of whatever they want to take a picture of, and everyone will just stay out of their way. Um, oh, right, and it's it's just not the case. If you want to take a picture of something, you need to plan on fifty other people being in the bottom of that photo, you know, but as, as, uh, my, my entire family were walking across a plaza, I hear this lady say, well, thank you. And I'm like, I I put it together (laughs) that somehow I was supposed to know she was trying to take a picture of something. And I just say, you're welcome. (laughs) And kept going, you know? And and then and then in the corner of my eye, I see her talking to somebody. And who said that? And and her, her husband comes after us. We're in line for some preschool thing, 
my kids are little tiny preschoolers. And he's like, did you just say to my wife? And I said, you know what? Just walk away. Just go away. Just stop. Cause I could tell. <laughs> I, just go away. I told him just cause I knew where it was going. He was going to yell at me. They were, they were, uh, he was a new, newly wedded husband, you know, so he was going to be ultra protective. We weren't going to oh. get in a fight. All he was going to do is yell and then eventually leave. So I just said, just go away, sir. Just go away. And, hey, I hope your vacation sucks. And I'm like, just go away. Just go away. And and he did eventually walk away as I knew he would. But <laughs> yeah, go. absolutely ridiculous and unnecessary because she's like, she started it with her bull crap. Yeah. With her, thank you. You know, and I just said, you're welcome. That's all I said. Yeah. So I, I've learned I can't even smart off without getting caught for it. So, mm. uh, see, I, uh, here, I'm going to give you a little secret of mine and it's probably not a good one, but there's this, there's this, uh, this concept of heaping coals of fire on people's head the Bible call, calls it that, you know, right. You know, being showing kindness to people who are jerks basically. And, and, if you if you go back to them and say, "Oh, did I did I step in front of you? I am so sorry. Please forgive me. Here, let me take your picture for you, and and I'll and I'll have my kids hold all the crowd back so that we can, we can get the perfect <laughs> picture of you too. Would that would that make everything happy? And if you can do it without being sarcastic, usually they'll they'll. Uh, I couldn't though. I'd be like, "Can I lick your boots as well? Can I please <laughs> the bottoms if you can let me." That would be the best <laughs> part. That's the part I like the most. <laughs> so, and then you can lead them to a greater understanding. I know kindness. you're a great Christian. I'm not. I just <laughs> the 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 way I could show Jesus's love in that situation would just to be to keep my big fat mouth shut. Because when you're Jesus right. was being crucified, he never said a word, man. When they were yelling at him and, and calling, you know, saying all these lies about him and accusing him, he stayed silent. And that's the example mm. that I have to follow because my big fat <laughs> mouth wants to get up and defend myself and to say something back and just to smart off. And it always bites me in the butt. So mm. I, I'm glad, I am so glad that you, there are better people in the world than me, but <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the best I can be is I have just learned to shut the freak up, shut your stupid mouth. <laughs> and, and when I get to heaven, I have a feeling I'll be right in line behind you and, 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 and there will be this glorious gem thrust into your crown because of, of <laughs> no. you, you you heaped coals on people but then there will be a big 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 fat one that's just kind of cheap it's plastic but it's a lot bigger than the real one you got and then that's going to be wedged <laughs> in there and that's going to be james because you managed to shut your freaking mouth I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry i even created you with one for how you used it all those stupid yeah. podcasts you made and you never even talked about me once. <laughs> you never got one person saved because of your podcast, but at least you kept oh, your mouth man. shut at Wendy's that one time. And that, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be my big reward is some big cheap, cheap butted crown. Oh man. That I earned. So anyway, thank you for that. 
<laughs> okay. I'm, maybe we should trade tactics sometime. I'll do what you do and you do what I do. I'll try it. I, I seriously will. <laughs> but I just don't think I could do it without being sarcastic or something or just being like. make sure one of the kids videos it. Because <laughs> I could say those very words that you're saying, but really what I would be saying inside is, can you just lick my butt? You know? <laughs> That's that's the voice I would use as if I were really saying that. Could you just take a second and just go ahead and give it a big old kiss? Because uh, that's how I feel about you right now, sir or ma'am. You know, so it's well, thank be- you. It's best for me, um, just to shut shut the freak up, be silent. I think there's even scripture about how you, you if you talk too much. Oh, I know there's wisdom scripture about running your mouth all the time and a fool runs his mouth. That's me. I'm the fool and I need to shut uh, up. So I'm the one who thinks they're, they're wise in their own eyes. That's, that's me. There's some people that say they write in and they say that they love when I go on a rant and I'm always like, when do I go on rants? I think I just did one. You're going to have to mark that one and put it in the show notes there. Oh, sorry about that. John, why don't you read us a story from Rachel from Virginia? Rachel from Virginia. This one doesn't have a title, so Uh-oh. it's untitled. Oh, crap. Crap. That's all good. I don't mind. I do my job right. Uh, Here we go. It adds some mystery and allure to Let's the call story. it Just Hanging Out. Just Hanging Out. All right. Ooh. It's, uh, just Hanging Out. Yeah. From I, Rachel. I just fixed it. Okay, this one has a great title. It's called Just Hanging Out. <laughs> it was just created. from Rachel in Virginia. <laughs> I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm excited to read this. Yeah. During my childhood, I lived in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> okay, what is doing? Somebody some wants of- you to do an accent really bad. <laughs> hey, hey, we're going to be reading New York stories here, huh? Forget about it. School was across the street. Now, uh, Rachel's apparently some, you know, gruff uh, (laughs) Brooklyn, New Yorker. And I'm totally messing up the New York accent. So my apologies to all of you legitimate New Yorkers who I've offended. Mm. School was right across the street. And after school, my two older sisters and I, I spent our afternoons playing outside with our next door neighbors. Two brothers close to our age. Armed with bikes, balls, and our imagination, we did everything kids could do on a small cement plot we called our front yard, quote, unquote. Yes, I have one of those. It's it's like f- three, three foot, or it's, it's 20 feet wide and about three foot deep. Yeah. And you cut the grass with a pair of scissors, right? You could. Yeah. You, you think it's funny. My son mowed it and missed a couple spots. And and my wife sent him out with a pair of scissors to trim him, trim the little spots he missed. Will you trim the hedge while you're out there? I'm not even kidding. The leaves is out of place. It was just enough to where it was ridiculous to pull the mower out and he yeah. cut it with a pair of scissors. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, and that's okay. One of our favorite games was soccer. We lived on a back road that was not often used, at least not by cars. We used it as the field between our soccer goals. Each team stood on opposing sidewalks. Don't worry, we didn't dare play in the road itself. We'd endured enough spankings to know better. It only took a few (laughs) to finally get it through their heads, but yeah. Don't play in the road. Remember, 
we lived across the street from our school. So one team always stood on the sidewalk in front of it. The school was surrounded by a tall black wrought iron gate. This gate's pickets were often, I'm sorry, these gate's pickets were over seven feet tall, topped with arrowhead-like finials and connected by horizontal rails. In other words, it looked like gates to a castle dungeon. I can see it in my mind. Yes. And the, and the sky is gray and there's <laughs> a little bit of a mist and rain coming down. And two One teams day, playing soccer in this, yeah. in this, in this weather. Uh, it's a great soundtrack going on in my mind already. Uh, one day we were playing soccer across the street and the boys were on the school sidewalk and my sisters and I were on the other side. One of my sisters sent the ball sailing in a high arc straight into the school's property. <laughs> mm, just a few feet behind the black gates. The black gates. Dun, dun, dun. We, yeah, we were sure it was gone for good. Then the older of the two boys, who I'll call Lucifer, courageously offered to retrieve it. It was a weekend, so the gates were padlocked. The only other way in was to scale the fence, which again was over seven feet tall. Undaunted, Lucifer shimmied up while we all watched with admiration. The girls, you know, their hearts were throbbing for brave Lucifer. Was oh, climbing. yeah. Yeah. And Lucifer probably was like, yeah, I'm the man. Well, when he reached the top, Lucifer attempted to vault himself over. I say attempted to because he swung over the gate. Cut because as he swung over the gate, the band of his <laughs> the band of his underwear snagged on one of the pointy finials. Oh boy! And he was left dangling high above the ground <laughs> by nothing but his boxers. <laughs> Talk about a painful wedgie! Oh man! Oh, oh uh, that's man! A, that, that's a wedgie and a frontgie. Uh, it's it's yeah. it's all the way around. <laughs> oh. That, I'm, I can just picture this poor kid dangling up there. Please, please, underwear man, break. Please break. I don't know what would have been worse, the, the wedgie or the, uh, the embarrassment of being hoisted above the ground in front of these ladies and, and my, my trousers. Oh, my gosh. I just know that if you get that kind of wedgie, all your front stuff goes to the back stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just gets yanked right along with it. So, yeah. Please help me. Someone. Someone. Back across the street, my sisters and I, sisters and I gasped in momentary horror at Lucifer's plight before roaring with pitiless hysteria. Oh, it's so we wrong. were laughing so hard, we almost drowned out his screeching cries for help. <laughs> for not only was his underwear caught, but the finial continued to scrape up his back, leaving ah. a long, painful, bleeding scratch. Yum, yum, yum. Oh, ouch. We were hysterical, but now it was of a completely different kind. One of us ran screaming to Lucifer's house to get his mother, and boy, was she mad. <laughs> After she managed to unhook her son from the gate like a beef she proceeded to drag him home by the ear and shriek at him for scaring her oh boy oh man poor kid i wasn't sure if poor lucifer's wailing was from his injured pride his back or his ear it was likely all of the above though yeah 
And since then, my sisters and I dubbed Lucifer the boy who gave himself a wedgie. <laughs> and his gate climbing feet remains one of our favorite childhood memories. Hope you enjoyed that. Thanks for all the awesome and hilarious stories. God bless Rachel from Virginia. Isn't that the way it is, though? When when you really need your mom. Oh, man. <laughs> you, you expect you expect pity. You expect that she's going to come out there and save you and, and love on you and, and see how you're doing. She looks mm. at this ridiculous state and she's mad. <laughs> how just, dare you scare me like that? <laughs> Grab your by the she's, ear. He's mad because he climbed the fence, you know? I was doing something valiant, Mom. I was going <laughs> to rescue the ball for the girl. <laughs> they never did mention how she got him down. You know, she just reached up and grabbed that underwear band and just, and he fell the three and a half feet to the ground with. Probably with, was super with, tall. With, with all that cotton up his butt, you know? It just. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> He climbed that black gate of death. It's just his luck. I mean, where where was social distancing at this point for him? Mm-hmm. It, it would have saved him all of this torture. You know, how many kids have been on such good behavior <laughs> since since the lockdown? Because, you know, I know crime has gone down and stuff like that, but who's going to keep track of how many kids have not broken arms and, oh, man. and have not you know, giving themselves super wedgies and things like that. <laughs> All the moms are saying, don't hurt yourself. Cause I don't want to take you to the emergency room. Might get the Corona. <laughs> All right. This one's called proactive preschooler from Elizabeth. Hi, James and John. I'm listening to episode 339 displaced dad. And it reminded me of a story from when I was about four years old. While I live in New Zealand. Now this story takes place in England in the mid-1990s. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah. A little time, cool. time machine. Growing up, my mom worked full-time, and my dad took care of my sister and I, though I would never call him a stay-at-home dad. We spent a lot of time at the church, as my dad did a lot of volunteer work there. One day, after doing some work at the church office, my dad told me we were going to walk down the road to the bank soon, and then he left the room. What he didn't tell me was that he was quickly heading to the restroom before we left. So my four-year-old brain decided that he must have left without me. No worries. I knew my way around the church, and I knew my way around to the bank. So off I went. While the the bank was down the main street of a a fairly large city in England, it was literally just down that street and around the corner, and I didn't have to cross any roads. I must have talked to the ladies behind the desk and explained that I was there to find my dad. I can only imagine how they felt. My main memory from being there was being excited to be giving, given some stickers and some coloring to do. <laughs> so, they're like, uh, nobody's here, ma'am. Meanwhile, my a child. Yeah. Yeah. My, my dad had been tearing around the church trying to find me. Oh man. Yeah, when he tells the story, he talks about thinking how about how on earth was he going to explain to my mom that he had simply lost me. Eventually, he walked out of the front of the church and looking down the main street, he saw me walking down the road hand in hand with two police officers about to get into their car. So (laughs) to be honest, I remember being disappointed I didn't get to ride in the car. (laughs) Yes. As a parent myself now, I am familiar with the utter panic of losing your Mm. preschooler. 
And even though I lived through this experience as a child, I still forgot to tell my three-year-old I was just quickly heading to the restroom before we left the house, and he was quietly and confidently attempting to leave the house as if he thought I'd already left. I hope you enjoyed this story, and I'm sure many parents can relate. Thanks for the podcast, Elizabeth. Oh, man. Wow. Man, That's she, scary. She was going Dora the Explorer on her right there. That's what it was. It was just I'm rest. going to the bank without my father. Father, I will meet you there. It's yeah. it's like a like a bad Downton Abbey episode. It's like, <laughs> where's Robert? Robert's gone, dear. Well, I would never. In my day, we never would do anything like that. Know your place, Robin. You know, I don't know. I don't know about Downton Abbey. I just know I don't either. that they I'm always with it. is British drama. That's all I know is they are always upset about something. Somebody always needs a job and somebody's always trying to get the upper hand on somebody else. That's all I know. And, <laughs> and, and somebody died in a car accident and it was terrible. That's what I remember. <laughs> that's, that's all what I know. Are you watching? It's called Downton Abbey. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. So that's actually part of the storyline, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody oh, yeah. dies in a car accident. It's terrible. Well, it I made never. my it made my daughter almost stop watching it. It was so sad for her. So Oh man. Oh. Nice. All right. What do we got? Wayne Sullivan. Got one one last one here from Wayne here. The muddled matchmaker. Hey, this is Wayne from Thailand again. He's like a, a show regular, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Wayne and his brother. Uh we should just have a segment for the Thailand guys. Not too long ago, when I was 15, I was with my mom at the grocery store. My mom told me to stay at the end of the aisle and wait for her to come back. As I was waiting, a middle-aged woman just looked up, looked at me from head to toe and, and started smiling. Ooh. She went down another aisle, but later came back to look at me again. <laughs> now, I, I don't know. At this point, I would be getting creeped out. Yeah, yeah. Something's up. Uh, you know, because... Okay, all right. Eventually, she came up to me and started asking questions in the most pleasant manner. When she asked my age, I said I was 15. She seemed shocked. As I later found out, she thought I would be the perfect rich white guy for her 22-year-old daughter in college. <laughs> mm, aww. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. <laughs> she was completely mortified to find out I was only 15. By the way, I saw a baby monitor lizard. Oh, by the way, yeah. I saw a baby monitor lizard in the neighbor's yard this week. Thanks for the great show. Wayne. <laughs> Wayne Sullivan. Wayne, you got to watch out, man. You might need to start wearing uh, T-shirts and stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know how you're dressing, but you need to dress down and uh, start yeah. looking a little younger <laughs> than you are. Mom was hitting on him for her daughter. <laughs> I know. That's scary. <laughs> That cross cultural cultural stuff. You got to watch out for that, man. You never know. You how old are you, handsome, <laughs> cute guy? I, you, you, here in America, that happens, and you'd have to be worried about the lady herself, because you know, it, it, just the way it is around here. But uh, over there, apparently, you got to watch out even more, because you might find yourself married to a twenty-two mm. year old. At least it's in a, college. Col a college girl, though. You know, you could yeah. do worse. You could do worse. I mean, I don't know. I just worry about him when he is actually 20, 20-something years old. <laughs> no, you know, they're going to fight each other, you know, over over him. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, my daughter. <laughs> I don't know what the accent is, so I just went I'm with neither. a generic. <laughs> a generic one that has no specific origin. Yes, my daughter. <laughs> so. No, it's mine. All right, well, that's the show. Hey, that was a pretty good one. I hate this This one's over. That was funny. No. I still ain't over that, that dog digging oh, up his, his predecessor. <laughs> but, <laughs> do you have a funny life story? We love them. That's what we live for. Send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we use your story, we owe you a sticker. So email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Go check it out. Review us in Apple I. Uh, podcasts or wherever you listen to us if there's a way to review us we love those reviews thank you to our patrons for your support with special thanks to our producers james spangler jennifer kennison eric kube dave o'keefe janu streespec and carrie wright join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show and remember when something weird annoying embarrassing or painful happens to you don't get stressed don't get depressed and don't send people to the wrong aisle in Walmart. <laughs> that gummy, that's just mean. That's yeah, just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. Hey, uh, by the way, thanks, John, for another great show. All right, thanks. Appreciate James. you, man. And uh, we're going to be leaving you today with a song written by the fiddle rock, fiddler rock star. He has a, uh, uh, a YouTube channel and everything. So look up fiddler rock star. The song's called Quarantine, and we'll be playing it right after uh, right after our music stops, actually. So I hope you enjoy it. See you next time, guys. Bye. a safety precaution i'm completely okay i want to say hey what am i gonna do today can't hang out with friends play sports in the park go to a museum or a movie even run in a car i'm just stuck at home not free to roam in one place like a garden gnome because i'm quarantined the most boring thing you'll ever see i'm quarantined and the only thing stop me from leaving is that quarantine that covid19 has got to me i'm quarantined Sing the Torah, Mrs. Oden Sidereem Stop dancing the horror and don't get me started on Kareem Make a on live stream Program carnival cancelled We don't give shallow monas We all can't handle the crazy stress of not leaving the house You think you're missing school but remote learning comes out It's a recipe to go stir crazy When all you can do is rest and be lazy Quarantine, it's the most boring thing you'll ever see I'm quarantined And the only thing stopping me from leaving is that Quarantine, that COVID-19 has got to me I'm quarantined And as the coronavirus spreads I'll be lying in my bed Thousands of people like me Anticipating freedom
And when the time comes, I'll have completed my sentence Cause I'll no longer be in Quarantine, I'm with the sand and jumping with who I'm not Quarantine, and no one's stopping me from leaving Quarantine, that COVID-19 won't spread for me no Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.